We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I have not gotten in his way because he has such command of what he's doing. Uh, he knows how it fits together and, and, and he's able to he's been able to orchestrate the teaching process in a way that's allowed us to do a, a, quite a few things for this you know, for this offseason. And uh, I know the, you can hear from the players. They're, they're impressed with him. Uh, he's, he's just left them with a really good impression of his command, his, uh, his verbiage, uh, the, the the style of teaching is, is has has been accessed. The, the, these guys are really move, moving far. So uh, um, they're impressed. I'm impressed. And, and um, like I like I said to Jen, we, we're we're ahead of where we thought we'd be right now. So um, it's really a, tr- a tribute. That he's done a nice job with this. Awfully impressive. I'm surprised that they didn't want to keep him. The the problem is is that that guy's not coaching anymore. I know, but I'm, I'm, if he's that impressive, you'd think someone else might be impressed. Like Bears, like the Bears were impressed with their offensive line coach, so they kept him. Like this guy's not going anywhere. The offensive coordinator, a little different. Well, I'm just saying, if you're, if you're that impressed, is this a promotion thing? Like, are you thinking, hey, why didn't they just promote him to, to Pete's role? I don't know, but this is uh, this. Uh, it's the guy that's Pete Carroll talking about his former offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. The former Tufts Jumbo, who is now apparently in line to be in charge of the Bears' offense. Uh, nickname? That's their team. He was, oh, okay. He was the, he was he was the, the, the Tufts Jumbo. No, they are the Jumbos. Oh, okay. He gotcha. was a Tufts right. Jumbo. He was a Tufts Jumbo, not a, the Tufts Jumbo. No, we Jumbo. learned today that the Tufts Jumbos were named after the original P.T. Barnum Jumbo, the elephant, oh. because P.T. Barnum was a trustee and benefactor and, 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 yeah. and benefactor for right, Tufts University news to me I, I definitely don't know every mascot out there I should have known that because I, <laughs> I toured the campus and when I was considering it and I didn't retain that that should have been a selling point for you to be a jumbo uh, I would see that would be the type of thing you might be into I, I five minutes in that tour I'm yeah, like, nah, that was it that was here. enough for you yep I mean I like the hire you know it, it doesn't it doesn't quell every concern that I would have about the the Bears for this coming season, but he's he's one of the hottest offensive coordinator candidates that were out there. He's a, he's a quality commodity. He has called plays before, which is more than we can say for the last couple of offensive play callers the Bears have hired. So that, to me, is a big deal. Regardless of the decision that gets made at QB, just have someone who is actually organized the week of practice and preparation going into an NFL game who has actually taught and scripted. And that to me is the aspect of it is as much as 
Ryan Poles has talked about development and Matt Eberflus talks about development. The coordinator of that side of the ball, and in this case the offense, is so responsible, not solely responsible, but so responsible for how the players on that side of the ball end up developing. So, you know, I, I think keeping Coach Morgan to work with the O-line, sure, that makes a lot of sense because if you got a good one, try to keep him in-house. I would imagine they had that conversation with Shane Waldron, and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. That's That guy can coach. Let's do it. Um, so to have that, that, that sort of parallel and whatever continuity that might provide is a good thing within a very similar system to what they've already been doing. But, you know, in, in the end, he's experienced and has been successful with a variety of types of QBs. So I think the hire makes sense. I had a friend ask me this morning if I knew what Matt Eberflus's offensive philosophy was. And I said to this person, no, I I actually don't know what his offensive philosophy is. And it might be something that gets asked of him over the, the next couple of weeks. They they make the, the introductory hire. What do you think it is from what you've seen? And maybe it's nothing because the offensive coordinator that they had is gone. <laughs> so maybe it didn't jive with what his actual offensive philosophy is. I, it's... What my impression of his philosophy is very similar to the teams who've sustained success most in the NFL. I went through some numbers. I was on with Gabe on Friday night, and I spent some time after all my self-care during the day Friday. I came back home and spent a couple hours just looking up who are the teams that have been most successful in the National Football League over the last quarter century, like through some of the Bears QB draft picks since 99 and all the different franchises up till now, and teams like Philadelphia and Seattle – and, you know, San Francisco was kind of, you know, they've been successful, but like that first decade of the 2000s, San Francisco wasn't great. But they've especially now been able to sustain success through multiple head coaches and a variety of quarterbacks. And uh, I removed Indianapolis, Green Bay, Pittsburgh. I removed some of those teams from that conversation because I think those are the ones who you can most point to a Hall of Fame quarterback or in Green Bay's case, multiple Hall of Fame quarterbacks have led to them sustaining success over the course of a couple of decades here. There's a bunch of squads who you point to running the football effectively and playing good defense, and then regardless of whether Carson Wentz is your QB and his great football only happens when he's there with you, or Nick Foles, the only good football he plays is there when he's with you in Philadelphia, but when you consistently play defense and you have an offensive approach that values running the football, you don't have to have Patrick Mahomes to be able to be successful. When you get a Patrick Mahomes type or an Aaron Rodgers type, that's great. But in Green Bay the last couple of years, when Aaron Rodgers was still there, his best football was sustained because they started to value running the football again in a way that they had stopped. So I believe that's what Matt Eberflus wants to be. That's what he mentions most frequently. He wants to run the football and find opportunities for the attack pass. And I would imagine that came up in their conversations with Shane Waldron. And in Seattle, they, they were able to do that. They were able to value running the football and find the attack pass to DK Metcalf. Yeah, it, it's so interesting to me how – we, I think because of what he wanted initially and then adding the play calling to it, I don't know if Matt Eberflus has even necessarily developed what his identity mm. is as a an offensive head coach. And that's okay. Totally. Because if his answer, if, if asked directly, what's your offensive philosophy? My offense is to score enough points for us to win. <laughs> score enough points for us to win the Super Bowl. But you, I think you want and, something to hang your hat on, though. Well, right? I, all, you, you, I do want... think he when he talks about complementary football, mm -hmm. I'd like to know to what extent that defines 
his clock management, his and and the play calling that he wants, risk assessment, and, and, and risk assessment, like what's outside your comfort level. Like Dan Campbell, coaches, I mean, who was never a coordinator on either side of the ball, of course, but he coaches through the lens of what I would term as complimentary football because of the fact that he wants to run and he values defense and he wants to set his quarterback up for advantageous reads without putting too much on his shoulders. And he values all four downs. Exactly. That he, that, that's my point. That Dan where, Campbell is, he understands, like he, you'd think that maybe he's like, well, I know that I've got Aiden Hutchinson and I've mm-hmm. got some ass kickers on defense. I'd rather you know punt and pin. He's like, uh-uh. I'm at my Let's own 44, and, and, and he knows that there's... He has an experienced quarterback who has played at a high level in the time that Dan Campbell has coached him in Jared Goff. He's got an offensive coordinator who's got all the faith in the world in, and even though he's got a defense has been very up and down, but that sustained aggression on offense can still operate through these sort of traditional football sensibilities of wanting to be great on the line of scrimmage and wanting to run the football first. And then, yes, when we get to a fourth down, we're willing to to operate on that realm too. And I think Dan Campbell has very effectively combined traditional sensibilities with maybe a metrics-based sort of approach on on finding that fourth down aggression. I, I think he overdoes it at times, but on the whole, it's still gotten them in the NFC Championship game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. How do you feel about the the fumble touchback rule? Um, I mean, I, just because I grew up with it, it doesn't bother me. I, I understand and, and accept that that's kind of what football is. But does it make sense? Is there is there kind of a cogent explanation for why that is the case? I don't think it's one of those things that, that to me, you can explain in a way that succinctly says, this is why you're penalized in that way. While at the same time, you do recognize you're, you're taking a risk when you do that. Now, the one we saw over the weekend, or yeah, just last night, Kansas City and Buffalo, you know, that wasn't a guy trying to reach out for the end zone at the last second. That was just something that, you know, the fumble was caused and then fumbles, you know, back over his head basically. But it's it's not a rule that I look at and say bothers me Well, because it's always been there. It's probably the main reason it doesn't bother me. But if they changed it, you wouldn't have a problem with it. I, I think if they changed it, the explanation would be this is – 
overly punitive for the situation. And I think that's probably accurate. I think it's more punitive than what needs to be for that situation because it's not its not like you're gaining some big offensive advantage. You're not allowed to fumble it forward into the end zone and score a touchdown anyway. So, you know, with that as the case, it doesn't really bother me that that, that rule is there. So if they change it, I think there would be a very good explanation for why that rule would no longer exist. It's funny too, Dan, because I feel like the Dan Campbell going for for fourth down, it's, it's almost like his personality plays into what is statistically proven to be the right call. Hmm. Like his personality is we're going to be aggressive. And it, the quants are like, Hey, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they found a vessel for their yes! intelligence. It just happens to be Dan Campbell. And it's like, right? ex- exactly. So not like with top bowls and the two point conversion. Did you guys talk about that at all yet? No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't love that. I, didn't, I felt like I didn't like the way Collinsworth blithely explained it as if this look, it's right. And here's why it's right. And I'm thinking, no, like, you don't necessarily it say, well, unnecessary. say we can get it. We, we can try for it now and we can get it later. It was like, well, if you need it later, you can get it later without risking it. It was, now. It was gratuitous. It was. Uh, and, and Todd Bowles is not, he's a gratuitous blitzer, but as far as his in-game management situations, his decisions on fourth downs and two point conversions, he's not one of these new metrics based right, guys. Seemed overcooked. I, I thought so. And you know, I, I think there's a case that you can make either way and they didn't lose the game by doing it. You still had the opportunity to be down eight. But as I was watching the game, we were over at a friend's house yesterday, and a couple of people said, oh, and actually one of them was a little kid. Like, yeah, are they probably going to go for two? He was like, yeah, I don't think so. I think they'll probably just kick the extra point. And here they are going for two. I thought that on that Campbell's decision or failure to challenge the Baker Mayfield ankle on the ground was going to be hmm. his undoing. That's what I thought. I thought, oh, hmm. no. And then, then we go back to that if, if Baker's able to, to pull the thing out. But he wasn't. He he wasn't able to do it, and the, to go back to Todd Bowles, I this I I don't ordinarily say this, especially when it comes to Todd Bowles. I thought he coached scared on defense mm. in the fourth quarter of that game. The cushion that Lions receivers were getting at the <laughs> line of scrimmage, I was like, "This is like, what are you doing?" Like, and Jared Goff was like, "Oh, okay, uh. seven yards, six yards, five yards." 12 yards yeah. because of the cushion that they were playing. I'm like, no, this isn't what Todd Bowles does. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing up here? Uh, I'm playing scared. Right. Supposed to be dictating terms yes! with his blitz package, and they were not dictating terms to anyone with their blitz package. And, yeah, I think that a lot of that, when you, you have a coach who has traditional sensibilities, but that, that ability to combine what takes place in game with a with situational aggression and awareness, that's the del- delicate balance a lot of coaches face. All right, Aquaman. By the, <laughs> by the way, the that movie's terrible. Um, the, the new one? Yeah, it's, oh, it's really bad. It's it, it has some funny moments, and you're kind of there just because. I didn't love the first. I, I like Jason Momoa, but I, I, I didn't that's love why the first one I, I like him, too. Yeah. And he's, he's super likable in this. Mm. It's just bad. Yeah, it's, that's too bad. It's, it, yeah, but they're redoing all of DC, so it'll end up being fine. Big Ant Heron is working everywhere, all the time, all week, and then he's getting beat up by people. I am going to cut my hair. I, I gotta, I'm got i going to be on the Big Ten Network the next couple of days. I was going to try to let it grow out because it's the off season for me, but um, I got I'm a haircut be on, Saturday, I'm going too. back to TV, so I, I got a couple of days of I TV had my, coming out. I had to negotiate mine. Should have just went all the way. No, Beth didn't want me to cut my hair. Uh, She's like, I like it long. I said, it's raggedy, it's shaggy, it's uh, bad. So Cut your hair, hippie! <laughs> It's, so, but no, but she said, all right, I'll make you, she, you do it, but just 
clean it up a little and don't take too much length off of it. Yeah. Like, fine. <laughs> it's like, we, we, your, your niece's bat mitzvah in Brooklyn oh, is this okay. weekend. Right. And you know, you know, just, reason, so, so I said, fine. I'll do whatever you want me or to walk do. Walking in the bat mitzvah looking like a hobo. Right. I didn't want to. Hmm. So, and she's already told me what I'm wearing. For Get everything. a ponytail. <laughs> I should. I should grow like a huge like a mustache, like a heavy. <laughs> Hell yeah. How about a Hitler mustache? Don't do that. No, that would be good. The only person that got away with that was Michael Jordan. And I swear it's like nobody would tell him. No one would say anything. Mike, you know, you know that's a Hitler mustache. It might be why him and Barkley aren't friends anymore. <laughs> Just say, Mike, Mike, I, I know you're you're selling the Hanes t-shirts and on the airplane, but you know you got a Hitler mustache, right? <laughs> nobody said anything. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.